Fuck with me, you know I got it. 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 Sex bitch, I hope she got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Understand this is for y'all. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Sex bitch, I hope she got it. Family Room Podcast. It's episode 50? Is it? I, I think so. Either 49 or 50. Hold on, let me check that. Mm, it's 47. I'm bugging. Episode 47. Family Room Podcast, episode 47. I'm Mike Rome. Family Room Podcast, episode 47, I'm Mike Rome. My drops ain't even working. I wanna be like Mike. Stefan Rome. I'm Stefan, sweetheart. We got my man Jesse Williams with us back again. We got a little bro D. Rome uh, operating the cameras for us. We back for episode 47, man. How y'all feeling? Talk to me, man. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling, man? With everything that's been going on uh, outside of society, everything that's been going on in your personal life overall, how we feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling good today. You know, I woke up today knowing I see my bros, you know, and that always put me in a good mood. I ain't even gonna lie. So, it's um, as good as I can, I would say, mm-hmm. considering. I feel it. I've been, I've been, I've been doing pretty good, man. I've been doing pretty good. I've been, I've been keeping busy. I've been just trying to. I'm the type that like, as long as I'm busy, as long as I'm doing something, um, as long as I'm occupying my mind, I don't really give myself the time to really think about anything. And that's that's kind of how I've always dealt with things. Whether it's been, you know, a, a death in the family, or you know, I'm stressing about you know things within like my personal life or my marriage or whatever. I just try to like start hooping or just start filming stuff or start editing or just really dive into something to keep my mind off of things. So um, I've been keeping pretty happy with just occupying my mind with stuff. I, I said as good as I can because I'm I, I can't from bro. I cry every day about this shit. Yeah. About everything that's going on. But as good as I can, like considering like everybody's healthy, everybody's good, you know what I'm saying? There are things to be thankful for, not trying to focus on that, but it's heavy. Shit's heavy. What y'all been up to since the last podcast, man? I had a I had a lot of fun last time, man. We had both uh we had both the bros on last time, man. Jesse, you've been on for the last like two or three podcasts, but we we and we had you on before, we had Isaac on before, but that was the first time we had both y'all on at the same time and that was really dope. Yeah. I had a lot of fun doing that. But since the last yeah, podcast, fun. uh how y'all been doing, man? Or what have you been doing? You already told me how you've been doing, what you've been doing. Pretty oh, much I've been the same stuff. In the house, yeah. You know what I mean? Keeping his keep my house up, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Other than that, just trying to survive, stay out the way until shit blow over. I feel that's all you can do. You either, you know, what I mean, on the front line, and you staying out the way. I've been, I've been diving into my gaming. I'm not yeah. gonna front. I've been. Uh, my desk came in today. I'm excited to get home and set my desk up. Get my start moving my shit to my back room. You know what I mean. 
Um, I've been diving into that. That's been cool. Finding uh, different ways to talk, like just for whatever reason, I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk to Shake and Keenick on a daily basis, but I do now. You know what I mean? Like online gaming gave me that. That's cool. I wouldn't talk to Ra every single day, but we talk often. You know what I mean, or whatever. But um, finding different ways to stay in contact with everybody, man. And I finally actually started getting my high school schedule together. That's just been hectic. Don't nobody know what's going on. I was been editing, man. Um, I was I was actually telling Keish and telling uh, D once we got back to the crib. Um, after we did the last podcast, I believe we stayed the night in Escondido. Um, we recorded on a Friday and actually dropped on a Friday. We I don't think we ever done that before. Recorded and dropped on the same okay. day, but that was only because, like I said, I got a new laptop and everything is much faster. Like I was telling Keish, like normally <clears throat> for me to edit the audio and edit the video and get videos out, that takes a few days because the computer I was using was slow. But now that I got this new one, like. I edited the audio that day. The video was done by the next day, so the video dropped on the same day, which I'm not sure I need to do. I'm gonna talk to Joe about that. He's good with marketing and branding and stuff like that. I don't know if we're gonna if it's a good idea to <clears throat> drop the video on the same day as the audio. Yeah. But you know, anyway, we'll we'll move forward with that one once we get more, you know, information. But that's what I've been doing, man. Oh, I had my first day, um I had my first radio interview yesterday. That was really dope. I have been up there before, like behind the camera, but yeah. But the, yesterday was my first day like I talked about on the podcast before I was going to be the sports guy and it was dope like my um, the dude that I do radio with his name is Marlon <clears throat> he goes by Oso when the sports segment came he completely like moved to the side and became my co-host and it was really dope yeah. I had this dude I'm a Novi and Cherry who graduated from Morris in 2011 went to uh, San Diego Mesa and then went to Savannah State and then went to uh, Cal State San Marcos and now he's in his third year playing pro he's uh, verified on Instagram and uh, TikTok He's been out at the protest like every day. I remember looking at his Instagram. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with me. He had to like throw water on his face. He got like got hit with like the, the tear gas and stuff. So I had him on. He's my first uh, guest on the radio yesterday. Oh, that's actually going to be available. Y'all gonna hear this on a Friday. So like, but anyway, we're recording this on a Thursday. So the audio is going to be out today tonight on the radio at 10 p.m. So that's going to be pretty dope. I'm I'm going to a protest tonight. I'm going to one on Saturday. Where are you going tonight? San Diego. I want to say La Mesa, mm-hmm. um, but like me and wifey were talking and that's like, we we're coming up with our plan, like if we get like tear gassed or if it gets hectic like that, because it is important with protesting and all this, but you guys need to have a plan about like if things go slightly, you know what I mean? There is a way to... You and whoever you're there with, there is a way, like, you guys should set up a way, like, hey, we're going to meet here if we get separated. You know what I mean? Type of shit. Like, they've been coming out to our peaceful protest and trying to make it about something else. Busting up shit and all that. Like, you should have a plan, a plan of action. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I've been a little, there was a protest at Escondido the other day and I, and I didn't go because I was like, I heard about it like that day and I we didn't talk about like how we were gonna you know what I mean do all that so we didn't go. But um I guess this is the next one. I mean we'll probably be at the one in Escondido as well. But like all this shit has made me think about a lot, bro. Like <laughs> about a lot, bro. It's just It's right here, it's in our face, it's all day, it's every day. You know what I mean? We're I'm not out here like everybody else. I'm still 
I see my family and I see y'all. I don't go nowhere else. I haven't been to the grocery store in three weeks. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even doing that. Like, I know the protests and everything is what's out there, but like, go to the CDC and look at the numbers, bro. More people are outside, more people are getting sick, bro. We, we still need to be smart about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are supposed to be getting out there and seeing how it's gonna be or whatever, but people of color, like, be safe, bro. Be safe. I'm not a, I'm gonna be out there protesting, but you should have a mask on. You should, you, like, all that shit, bro. Like, you, you gotta do that. Every person of color, every minority in this country should own a gun. Should own a gun. That's how I feel. Should own a gun. But I told y'all, I'm, I'm finishing my room because I, I didn't put money aside to do that. And then I'm buying a gap. Like, my wife want a gun now and, and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's a, she does not with the guns, but she wants a gun now. You know what I mean? Like, I work nights. She be at home by herself all night long. See, you guys going to take training with that, though. It's about to get crazy. I definitely yes. Yes, I'm not about to be told an idiot about nothing I do. Yeah, I, I told Keisha, I was like, I was like, yeah, it's definitely time to get strapped. I feel like it's gonna be a civil war out here. She's like, I told you we needed to get guns after Trump got elected. I don't know why you ain't bought us no guns yet. Mm. I was like, all right, my bad. She hit me with that. Come mess with you, boy. She's like, I don't know why you ain't got us no guns. I'm yet. buying a pistol and then I'm upgrading quickly to something a little heavier. My suggestion: get you three three uh, sidearms with your pistols and then get you a rifle. As soon as Baron was I, said, I wanted to go pistol rifle, so I got one of each off the out the gate. Because <clears throat> uh, if I gotta leave the crib, I want a rifle. If in the crib, I want a pistol. But still, even when you get out there, you're gonna be more likely to pull that handgun than That's you true. are to pull out I a mean, handgun. Shit, you trained. I'm not. But like, yeah, every um, we know this has been happening, but guys, they're killing us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta defend ourselves at some point. You know what the I mean? right to bear arms. Like I was telling this dude at the barber shop, like I went to the barber shop uh, it'll be two weeks ago now. Um I was telling him at the barber shop, I was like, Now you not... say you went the day after the last podcast, right? Oh yeah, so a week ago. Yeah. A week ago. Um super fresh. You know what I'm saying? That's not super fresh. Not just me forgetting when I went. But um I was <laughs> telling him, I was like, they're not gonna be happy. Until cops are pulling people over for like a busted taillight and they're getting shot in the head as soon as they get walk up to the car. Yeah, yeah. They're not gonna be happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Until that's what's going on. Then they're gonna be talking about, oh, uh, we maybe we should do. You know Take what I'm saying? Like, hey, maybe we should do things different. Way? Yeah, maybe people shouldn't be feeling like they're gonna get killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, Man. hey, and this is something I wanted to say regarding all of that. <laughs> Y'all know I love everybody, man. I've, I've said that a few times whenever I spoke on issues like that. I love everybody, but... It's a good segue to Drew. I put black people first and foremost. It is. So all, all, all of my, uh, my loved ones, my friends that are not black, you know what I'm saying, that, that want to help out, I appreciate it. And we want your help. But I'm, don't, don't hit me up to... to Figure out how to help and for more information. Go educate yourself. I'm doing what I got to do for me and my people. And I appreciate you wanting to know, but any, any, anything I wanted to know about, mm. I went and educated myself on. Fact. When I wanted to be vegan, I didn't go and ask people how to be vegan. I went and did the research myself 
so I could I live that be, lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I when I wanted to get tattoos and I was a little bit leery about because I heard you can get a disease and this and that. I went and educated my. I didn't go and ask a tattoo artist. Maybe that would have been helpful, but he's busy. He's doing tattoos all day. Yeah. I went and got the. Tattoos, I went and family. got and I went and got the information <laughs> myself. I went yeah. and got the info myself. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, I appreciate it, and we want your help, and it's needed from a lot from a lot of different people, and I, and we appreciate it, and we want it, but it's not our job to educate you. Please go and do that yourself. And figure out the best way that you can help, and then come and apply that. That's what I would say to that. Okay. And anytime that anytime that you ever see me going hard, I've cooled it a lot. I remember talking to Steph about it, not even on the podcast you know, for a while on Twitter a couple years ago. For a while on Twitter on Instagram, I was going bodyguard hard with the with the Black Power stuff, with mm-hmm. with the f the police and with everything. And I and you know what I'm saying, and I cooled out for a number of different reasons. But please understand that. If I never cooled out, it would have been absolutely still relevant and still needed. You know what I'm saying? And recent events proves that. You know what I'm saying? We we could literally talk, and I said this on the podcast for sure. We could literally talk about this every day. Like it's an issue every day. For sure. But in light of recent events, like you see, and I and and a lot of different people, like you was just talking about when we was playing dominoes just now, just now when I was spanking y'all in dominoes. We was talking about how uh, different people, different people. I mean, I, I mean, I did win. We was talking about how different people, how different people <laughs> did, true. how different people were like hitting you up. You know what I'm saying and, and, and stuff like that. And I kind of lost I, my train of thought. I, I will. Um, I will say this: like, I think all of this has shown that like, ev- all everything that everybody's doing is cool, but everybody has to do what they can in their lot. That's what this. Um, quarantine and this protest has shown me like i'm in a unique spot i'm in an interracial relationship i have a lot of white family members that don't have to live this every day like whether they choose to post or whatever prior to meeting me is one thing my lot is to make them aware that's how i feel it like I might not be able to reach everybody in social media and all this other stuff and change minds and all that, but the people around me can be made known about what's going on, and they will be made known about what's going on and how it affects me. And you call me family. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have, I have like nieces and nephews that are. Fully Caucasian that see me every single day, you know what I'm not, not every single day. They don't see me every single day, but they're exposed to me. If I'm just their uncle, and they don't never hear about this stuff. Like they're young kids right now. I'm not talking about right now. You know what I'm saying? But their parents and like my my wife's family and extended family. If I'm around them and I'm not talking about this, bro, like that that's on me, fam. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm not saying? Sure. It's like. Like, me and my wife were talking about the other day, like, yesterday, how, like, she feels like she has, like, a certain, like, obligation to, like, people she grew up with to let them know. She's like, I'm in a unique relationship. I don't know nobody that I grew up with that's married to a black man or just married to a black woman. She's like, so my friends are going to know for sure and how it affects me, too. You say you love me, right? I'm dealing with something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like... If you're silent, if you say you're ignorant to all this, that's offensive. That's on you. This shit is in your face. We're burning shit down out here. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> We're burning shit down out I'm here. I'm not gonna lie. I gotta be real. That's refreshing and really like good to hear, especially from Bird. Because for for a while, I never ever thought Bird was racist ever. Bird is mm-hmm. Steph's wife. For anybody who doesn't know, I never ever one time thought Bird was racist. Obviously not racist, but I was. I I would wonder from time to time where she stood on issues like this. Cause we be every times we be like we be over at mom and dad's house and, and obviously she's the only one in there that's not black, and she'd be mad quiet and a lot of times like just put her headphones on and not be a part of the conversation and I'm like, what's that about? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't not not that again not that I ever thought that she like ever put on a MAGA hat or was ever like mm-hmm. thought she was racist or anything like that. But I would wonder from time to time like how she. <clears throat> Like where she stood on stuff like this, because like, like cause I'm like I mean she is gonna have black kids. It is. Day. It's you know a what I'm thing, saying? bro. It's a thing, and it's a lot of um, which is unique to three of us talking about it because it's something that y'all not, not gonna have to deal with, like mm-hmm. an interracial relationship. Like there's things that you got to talk that shit out. Like and it's like I clearly knew what kind of person she was before I married her. I'm not marrying a MAGA hat wearing, you know, like. You know what I'm saying? But, like, and I'll just address what you said. Like, she doesn't she doesn't speak up because she's like, you guys are talking about what's happening to you. Me talking about it, like, she feels how we feel, but she's like, me to say what? You know what I'm saying? You guys are talking about what you live, and I'm going to be like, yeah, that's terrible. But that's the you thing. know what I'm saying? But that's she's the thing. Like, now, she, now she is saying things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but. And, like, that's what brought me to my, like, what's my lot in all of this that's going on. Because she feels like her lot is, I grew up with a lot of people that weren't exposed to what I've been exposed to. When she came down here and when she met us, when she met you working with you and all of that, that was her first exposure to black culture. What we deal with on an everyday. Sitting in somebody's living room and hearing this family talk about how mom is scared for us and all of that when we go outside that was her first time mm-hmm. it, like even exposed to our culture what we deal with on a day-to-day like seeing me after trayvon martin and all this other stuff like and she's just like how can people say this shit is not real mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying how can people say this shit is not like um but she just doesn't feel like all the time it's her place to like say something. She's like, these people are talking about what they li- what they're living, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, I think it's fucked up too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so she's so she's quiet a lot. You know what I mean? But and that's what I mean by your lot. Anybody that's listening to this that may be like the 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 other to an African American person, your lot is to educate yours. Your lot is to stand in solidarity with us. It is not to be quiet. Your silence is offensive. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of that. And that's pretty much like, wifey had a talk with somebody like she sees weekly. I told y'all about it off camera. I don't know if she didn't want me to talk about it. But she's just, anybody she comes in contact with, she can't let it ride. No kind of shit. She got to at least let them know what's up. You know what I mean? But there's been a lot of talks about that around the house. Like I said, daily, like just talking about this shit, like, it just brings tears to people. And I'm just, I'm being exposed to like a whole nother culture's plight in this country brings on like, for me, like a different kind of like stress, a different kind of, um, not stress, but just a different kind of sense of like duty. Like the Native American plight is serious out here too, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I was telling my wife last night, like prior to you, like I didn't think about my Native American brothers and sisters like that, bro. 
like being being in the family now and being on the res and seeing how it goes down up there, seeing how it is up there, seeing how they gotta live and how they like they really just gotta take care of each other, bro. <laughs> like mm-hmm. figure it out, you know what I'm saying? Type shit. Like I got a different sensitivity to that. Like and I told like I don't really think about too many by anybody else's plight out here. I don't know. I know what my Mexican brothers and sisters go through, but I don't think about that on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? Like speaking of the protest, <clears throat> y'all see uh J.R. Smith beat dude up? <laughs> by his car. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He come back from a peaceful protest, see somebody vandalizing his vehicle. I feel like he was absolutely justified. What do you want him to do? I'd have done the same. I'm not, the I'm, no, 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 no. I'm not I'm not gonna get be mad at JR for beating the Beat my shit. That video, that really showed you like professional athletes are different. He was towering over some fucking that nigga. When he punched him, bro, he he lifted that fool off the ground a little bit, and then like was on the you know what I mean. Like it then was on the ground getting kicked by a dude that could dunk. And even when he walked away, you work. And even when he walked away, he let those people take him away from that situation. Yeah, yeah. He he was still like walking, and they were still like on him. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, he he, allowed that to happen. yeah, Yeah, for sure. But like, and I feel what he said. He was like, "Man, I got I got young daughters. Like, I don't want them to see. I don't want them to them to see me like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I do kind of regret what I did." He was like, "But I mean, like, how do you expect him to react? He spent a lot of money on that car, regardless of how much money he make. He spent yeah. a lot of money on that car, yeah. and even if he didn't, I spent my money, my hard earned money on that, that car. That would be a lot of people's responses. Just he's an NBA player, and well, he's not an NBA right now, but he's an NBA player, and he's." has some notoriety so it's a talking point but that's a lot of people's response like i've told my wife somebody hit this car right now and we get out of here and they say they ain't got no insurance i'm gonna beat the shit out of them (laughs) i'm not playing that shit i'm not playing that shit i'm gonna beat the shit out of you i ain't getting nothing out of this little accident right now i'm about to hurt you fam you gotta get a dub somewhere look for better or worse i'm gonna you know what I mean? That's how I feel about the. What do you mean, driving around here no insurance? You're gonna hit my shit. I'm gonna beat your ass. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at Jr. for doing that, but it does hurt. Like, no team is gonna pick him up for the playoffs, and he yeah. might have been a dude that got picked up for the playoffs because he's a vet. He's filled a role. He's won well, championship. He on the lakes. They was hanging out with Bron and AD, but the Lakers ain't touching them now. He's beating the sisters in the streets, son. Yeah, that's whack. I wanted him on the Lakers. I did. I wanted him to have I a chance to redeem him. himself for, I want him. For, for that finals uh, faux pas. I Not a faux pas, a, but that mishap. I wanted another guard, man. I wanted another playmaking player. Before we stop talking about the protests and all that stuff that's going on. Gotta go there. Black people. You talking about Drew? <laughs> oh, yeah. We could talk about that, too. We could talk about that, too. But this this will... It's a better segue into that. Black people. We got to stop being so quick to invite people to the cookout, fam. That was a fact, cause Drew was at the cookout, and we didn't check his. We gotta stop being so quick to invite just because somebody can dance or a white boy play ball like a black dude. That don't mean they get to come to the cookout, fam. We don't know how they feel about us and where they lie on our issues, fam. they mama be unless they would be out in the street throw a couple tuds, young man. Just because they can snap and and they they know how they know the clap (laughs) they know the clap on the two and not the one. Don't invite them to the cookout just because of that, fam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They gotta be aligned how we align. So we need to we need to make sure we looking into all of that before we just be inviting people to the cookout. People like Drew Brees. That he ain't he ain't cool at no cookout I'm at. 
If y'all cool with him being there, let's, I'm leaving. Let's explain. Please do. Um, Drew Brees was asked on a radio spot that he was on about everything that's going on outside out here. And he decided to make that about... He <laughs> said... It. He said that he will never support anybody that disrespects the flag or anything like that. We're not really asked about the flag. Um... Fuck you, Drew Brees. Um, and he had his teammate Malcolm Jenkins that played safe corner on the team. Um, had a response. Pretty much telling Drew how he's tone deaf, how he doesn't understand, and how all that building a brotherhood and all that shit that he preaches in the locker room and all that shit, it falls flat on all his black teammates now. Because we know how you give it up. Um... Talk about it. <laughs> Talk about it. Jesse, you're a Saints fan. Talk about it from that perspective, fam. Like, I mean, of course. You love this nigga. Uh, I do. Yeah. I love Drew yeah, as yeah. a football player. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's and a fact. I mean, that's how me and all my my admiration for any of these guys as far as it goes. Like, But uh, I mean, but talk no, about it as far as find like Drew Brees gave all of us a good feeling. Yeah, I like, never like he him gets to come it. He's one of the, like I would have said that Drew Brees is one of the white folks that gets it prior yeah, to this. Nah, but I he didn't. clearly he clearly does not. That you know what he, I'm saying? That he didn't understand the question that was asked to him. Nah, he didn't get, get no cop out. How you gonna be an annoyer and you saying something like that? That's what I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, and that's what and he's been there but, for a long time. Yeah, and you done took math photo ops, blah blah blah, 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 blah. yeah, helping people rebuild stuff, giving giving toys and shit, mm-hmm. the food driving, all types of well, shit. Well, you know, a lot of that stuff is in their contracts. How you go? How you go play in a city that made this song and you be that tone deaf? How you play in the noise and be that tone deaf, fam? Come on, man. Man, I feel it. It don't make sense, but Drew, you get no passes. And I was this close. I was this close to coming back to watching football, too. I was this close, man. Because I was like asking you last week. So that puts you over the edge. That's a no. You're not coming back for that? It's just I mean I, I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it honest with you. I know you don't keep up. I don't know you don't keep it up like with the NFL shit because you don't fuck with it like that. But Jay Z got your niggas at the NFL like putting out statements and shit, and it it looks crazy, bro. I I don't think I can mess with the NFL, bro. I don't think I can go back to watching, man. And they not they don't. And I'm gonna ask at, you, at a time, I'm gonna ask you about because I know how you feel about Hove. I'm gonna ask you about him. Mm-hmm. And it's been a year since. Mm-hmm. And you still feel like you can't come back. How do you feel about his involvement with them? Because we had heated debates about all of it. I don't feel like I don't feel like in a year's time I, I I haven't planned paying any close attention to the initiatives that were already in place in the NFL and like what they've done since he's been there. But they gave to, some money. they gave a lot of money. A lot of money. That's dope. But other but than that, I haven't pretty seen much any like yet. the equivalent of NBA cares events at like NFL events in that city. They come in town for the Super Bowl in Miami. They do a couple of like let's build a park. Let's talk to people about awareness about the black community and the plight of people. And but all that's of a that. good start. Then I don't think it's enough, but I think that's a good start. I think it's a I good start. You. I feel you. I can't. You know what I'm saying? I can't be. Like I said, I had I had less faith in it than you at the start of all this, and I 
I feel like I'm resolute in what I've seen. Like the Super Bowl was dope. J Lo killed it. And especially knowing that. But what are you talking about, nah, Jay? Nah, nah, you, you 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 pitched us on a lot of different shit. The Super Bowl was fire, fam. Don't tell me you guys built the park and and, and cut dreads off of the motherfucker. Last side. thing before we leave uh, the protest. <laughs> Did you see uh, Wale throw a little shade at uh, J Cole? That's his man's. No, I didn't see that. Let me pull up exactly. That was on Twitter. I, uh, to be honest, if I'm being honest with y'all, I've been on social media for a couple of days just because it's been heavy. Wow. I've been on social media for a couple of days. It's just been a lot. It's been pretty fucking heavy for me. That's Jimmy Butler, fam. Wow. Jimmy Butler rough right now. Hey, that's big time. That's big time. That's huge. Wow. Ryan Razook just hit different. Uh, what was I talking about? He just hit different. Oh yeah. So um. So so J Cole, J wow. Cole was uh, J Cole was out in D.C. at the protest, right? Mm-hmm. Not in D.C. In his hometown, I believe. I forget where he was. North Carolina. But he was he was out at a protest somewhere. I believe it was North Carolina. And somebody said, "Oh, that somebody tweeted like, oh, that's dope." Uh. We got a DMV protest coming up, something like that. Wale, don't let us down. And Wale replied and said, I'm sick of y'all acting like y'all's Messiah was the only one outside. Suck my dick. And then deleted the tweet. I feel the sentiment. But to say y'all's Messiah like that, I feel like that now, was a little I'll, bit I'll of shit. I'll put it like this. I'll put it like this. As J. Cole, as his man, I don't think J. Cole was offended by him saying that. That's that's what I'll say. That's fair. And I, I don't feel like those two niggas as friends, he would be mad about that. So the rest of us is like, okay. If you know anything about Wale's career, that's mild for him, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's... He's made response songs to shit that J. Cole has rapped about. Like, and that's his man. You know what I mean? Like. But I like. I feel like. I feel like Wale views himself as like. He's like, y'all look at him like he up here. And y'all look at me like I'm down here. Everything he do is Gucci. And y'all like, oh, don't let me down. It's like, what do you think? You, you think before this I ain't been outside? I got songs about this shit, bro. I really, I, I've taken hits at labels because I'm, I refuse to be different. You know what I'm saying? Mm, like, Cole called that nigga false prophet. And like I said, he responded. I, I feel like those niggas, and that's what I mean. Like I don't feel like them two is even tripping about Wale saying that because they, they, they've had that back and forth on records about how they feel about where each other are at at certain times. I just, I don't know, man. People like to, people like to shoot at Wale, bro. People like to shoot at Wale. That's just what it is. It's, it's, it's easy to shoot at him. He he wild out. He do. I fuck with that nigga, but he he do wild out. But it's easy to shoot at Wale. But that ain't a big deal to them two, man. It's not. Y'all see, uh, so yeah, y'all know about uh, uh, D Wade's ch- child. I don't D Wade's daughter. Yeah. Right. Um, and the birthday passed. Her birthday pass. Let me stop doing that. Her birthday pass. Her name is Zaya Wade. I don't know how you pronounce it. Z-A-Y-A Wade. His daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And so Gabrielle Union like 
made a birthday post like happy 13th birthday all of this stuff y'all know who hill harper is i don't he's an actor i forget i can't think of all his movies right off the bat but if you think back to fresh prince when will put on a fat suit and was following lisa around the store the dude that was walking with lisa in the grocery store in the grocery store that's hill harper okay um he commented on the post and said happy birthday young man hope with like three exclamation marks happy birthday young man read in quotes letters to a young brother a a book which i've read which is a very good book happy birthday young man letters to a young brother your mom wrote something in it you'll love it have a great day yeah i think that was disrespectful because he took all he got a whole bunch of backlash like how dare you say young man that's that's a that's a little girl like that is disrespectful. It's disrespectful. I, um, and I, I agree. So we all agree it's disrespectful. I, but he issued. Oh, I gotta find his apology, bro. He issued before he, before we go to his apology. It's disrespectful. You could feel however you want to feel. To see the birthday post about about their the daughter, girl. Yeah. And then to decide that that's the place to where you're going to do all this and it's petty shit. Yeah. It is. You know what I'm saying? You feel a way about how they're raising their child and you're going to make it known on their birthday post. Yeah. That's his, some his petty His apology shit. was, I would like to apologize for my post. I am, resp- I am responsible for what gets posted and I made a horrible error. I misgendered my friend's child and I am so sorry my to Zaya and the entire Wade family. It was not my intention to misgender and misrepresent her in any way. I celebrate Zay. Yes, it was. Oh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? I celebrate Zaya. As a family friend, I feel I feel so bad that I may have taken away from the celebration. Zaya's courage and strength is something I celebrate. And there is absolutely no malicious intent to my post. I am a human and I am learning and often try to do many things which leads to mistakes like this one. I am sorry. I'm sorry to those my post offended. That was certainly not my intention. There are many challenging things going on in the world right now, and yada, 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 yada. What was Homie's name again? Hill Harper. Hill Harper. You're um, a clown. You're a clown. Yeah. Clown face. Clown suit. Because what is... What nose. Was Big red nose. You're a clown, fam. What was clown the name suit. of the... What was the title of the book he just posted? Exactly. And that was going to be my point. Um, like, bro, you continued after that point... You shot to, after, bro. To like, quote a, a book. You have a position. And said you said mom, young man and then said letters to a young brother. Yeah, yeah come on. You have a and position. A Both of those in are intentional. Yeah. Come on. You had a position. You made it known. Agreed. And then the backlash ain't what you thought it would be. Exactly. So and you're you, backed and up. And you said mistype. How you mistype woman to get man. Yeah. Misrepresent. You represented what you meant to get across. No, that's out. I, um, okay, look, man. I don't have to agree with nothing nobody does out here. I feel like he showed exactly where he stands on that. And while there's a lot of people that may agree, and I'm not even sure how I stand on that. I might even agree. I'm not even sure. But for you to do that in a public forum like that, you knew exactly what you were doing. You knew exactly what you were doing. On a public platform, on a verified page. Exactly. I'm firmly planted where I'm at. In these extra sensitive times. It is everybody's right to raise their child how they want to. If you are not... Oh, that's a fact. If you are not damaging this child further, like, beyond your scope, 
You birth the child. Nobody should be telling you how to raise that child. There are things that we have to come in. If you're beating your children, you if you have to question why this nigga dyed his hair red like that, though. D Wade. Yes, D Wade. He tripping. Wasn't he trying to be down with his with his daughter? If that's why he did it, I think so. Oh, see, I, I just I'm going to tell you guys this. I just saw a picture. Now I'm going to tell you guys this. D Wade. I don't fuck with D Wade. I ain't fuck with D Wade since the All Star game. He's a snake. Ever since then. Oh, since the dunk contest. Yes. Ever since then, bro, yeah. he got exposed. Then it's just like Der- uh, uh, Derek Fisher. Yeah. I fucked with Derek Fisher for a long time. As soon as I found out what I found out about Derek Fisher, nah, bro, none of that was cool, bro. All that shit you did, you were a good basketball player. Besides that, you're a dirty Mac fam. D Wade, you're a really good basketball player. Besides that, bro, mm, uh, I don't know. You, <laughs> you can, can raise the kids and, how you, you can want. Go ahead you can and re- de- decline the answer if you want. But do y'all do y'all have an opinion on how he's choosing to raise his uh, his daughter? Do I have an opinion? I'm saying, do you care to share it on the podcast? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I would, to me, I would come out and say, like, this is her decision. I didn't, like, he's, to me, he's being so too passive with her decision. You know what I mean? To me, if they're going to, if we got to this decision, this is going to be a a couple years process. By the time they're ending this process, you're going to be 15, 16, grown, fully made decisions. Like you said, that is... To me, that's too young to fully make that full of a transition on your own. We're going to go through this step by step and whatever. I mean, how you're talking, Zaya, uh, I forgot whatever the name was before. But we're going to let them know that I'm comfortable with this. But this is going to be a process that we're going to get through together. And you're not going to be done with this process in a couple months just because dad has bucks to get it done. You know what I mean? No. We're gonna, you're going to end this 16 well, they, fully well, grown. They, well, they didn't, well, they didn't do, they didn't do no, nothing extreme. I, I personally think that D Wade's doing what what he feels like he needs to do to keep his family intact. Oh, I, got, I feel like D Wade is in that. I think D Wade is in full support of whatever his kids want to do. Regardless of how I feel like I feel like maybe you could have had some conversations with your with your son before they made this decision, but D Wade has decided that they were pretty resolute in this decision. And I'm not gonna fight him on that. Yeah, so you know okay, with saying? that being said, so I've been in a relationship for a long time. So when men do a lot of things in relationship that they've messed up on, they going forward, they're not as hesitant to put their foot down on things that they feel they should have put their foot down. You know how D-Wade had that whole scandal with him and his wife, with him and Gabrielle you're getting together. You think that put him in a position to where he's like, man, I'm in no position to tell you what to do. I've messed no. up. No, that's his child before, you sure? before Gad. That's his child before no, Gab. No, no, before Gab, but that, I mean, on a father-son level. Because you don't know what, what not type gonna of... Lie. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes, sometimes I do feel that's like... Because that's a factor. I do feel like he pours it on a little heavy because he knows, I think he broadcasted too much. That's how yeah. I personally feel I don't about want, it. I don't want to say... his decision, his stance, I'm not mad. If he feels like, bro, I'll put, I'll just keep, I'll keep it 100% real, bro. I'll keep it 100% real. Our parents, they believe a certain thing, bro. But they would never do anything. Mom would never do nothing where we couldn't come to the house and hang out with her. I could live however I want. And mom is not going to put a wall up to where I can't come in there. Mm-hmm. She's going to deal with whatever. She won't deal with it from nobody else. But from one of us, she'll deal with it. That's my baby. Mm-hmm. That's how she feel. Mm-hmm. If I feel like I want to be a woman, mom's going to be like, I raised a man, but come over to the house and let me preach to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what she's going to do. You know what I'm saying? I feel like 
I don't I don't know D Wade. I don't know what he thinks about on his private time, bro. But I know what he's putting out here is but, making sure that his family stays intact. He's not gonna say nothing negative or flagrant to his child his that feels this way. Like, and I, I can never be mad at that. You know what By, I'm saying? Like, okay, I but uh, all right. With and that, I and I don't his feel like family intact, you know intact. Mean, but, by who's 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 steering the ship though? Him. And that's his order. He By, doesn't want his. That's he what, doesn't want his now daughter to feel like she can't talk to him, Gab, or anybody. Right. Come talk to your brother. Like. They're all on board. They're all on one accord. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't help but I know how it was yeah. in our house. There was things my dad was like, we're going to be in unison about this. That's, there is no acting an ass. You know exactly who you are and whose child you is. And my my parents would have did anything to keep our family together, bro. Yeah, for all we... And for, I mean, you know what I'm saying? This could be completely... This could be completely completely opposite of how him and his older son feel his son Zaire that just graduated high school for all we know he could have told them behind the scenes like hey fam you know I don't rock with that and I'm quite sure you don't either that's not how we give it up but in front of these cameras and in public we're supportive that's family we're all the way behind him. Like Magic Johnson, at the end of the day you want your child to be your child you want your child to be around you Magic Johnson is is a openly and outwardly Christian man yeah. who has a son that is gay and doesn't mind telling everybody that he's gay, dresses in women's clothing and everything. So he's obviously against the lifestyle that his son has chosen, but him and his son are extremely close. You don't never see him out here. You don't ever hear his son talking about, I don't mess with my dad or, you know what you I'm saying? You don't get it. And right, or nothing like, like that. that. You know what I'm saying? They give, they give them space to be whoever they are. And that's what I feel exactly. like D-Wade is doing. You know how and I feel. I, I know I how you feel. For keeping I still love together, you. man. Like, I don't have to agree with that, I and I don't. Care. And I will say this, and I don't. But I agree that it's your decision to live your life however you want. I can feel however I feel about that. I have to give you space to live your life how you want. I would be doing it like Magic. I don't know if I'd be doing it like D Wade. Not doing it like D Wade. I'd be doing it like Magic. I'm and not that, mad at D Wade. No, I'm just, no, I just, no, I wouldn't what, be. That's I wouldn't what be I agree with, with you. It. Where D Wade goes a little bit hard. It kind of feels like you're doing some little bit of a profit, and it's a, it's a thing that you can hang your hat on. You know what I'm saying, or whatever. But I feel like he does a little bit of that. But his stance of, I stand with my child, no matter what. Uh-huh. Any parent would do that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, I'm gonna keep it. A, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Our parents don't agree with everything we do right now, bro. They don't. They don't. I know that. They're not going to tell me I can't come around, bro. They're not going to tell me, no, you can't do that. They know I can, and they know that I'm aware of that. I could do whatever I want to do. Because the relationship is more important. Yeah, because exactly, exactly. But, I mean, like I said, I don't mess with D-Way because I think homie a snake. Like, you funny, man. How homeboy not win the dunk contest, bro? That's nasty, bro. You got that Miami. You poison like that fool KG, man. He got that green up in him. He looks funny I just funny think that now. that process should have took a little bit longer. I mean, like she just turned 13. Like mm-hmm. just. The fresh 13. You know what I mean? So that thought came in her head what, once. Speaking twice. of being a 13 and an early, maybe, early maybe teenager. What's the, how old were you when you, uh, when you first got your, your first heartbreak? Heartbreak? Oh, um, I was young. What kind of heartbreak? I was young. By a girl. The first time a girl broke your heart. Oh. 
That's different. I felt like a girl broke my heart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The first time you felt like you got, even if thinking back now, like man, that was some puppy love. But at the time, that shit. Hurt. Left, oh, even we, that, even that. I was when like, we left, they go. That's what I'm talking about. By a girl. By a girl. Um, Does like my my aunt's friend count? Sure. Yeah, I was like eight. <laughs> I was like eight. Hey, it was was crazy. Is like I'm 32 now. That they, my aunt brought her around, like on purpose. Like maybe a, like a year or two ago, and I was like, "Who's this?" Mm-hmm. Oh wow! <laughs> I was like, "Who is this?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it fits the bill. But then when I looked at, it, I was like, uh, "No, light skin, long hair, <laughs> everything a nigga like." But yeah, that. But I was like eight because she looked at me dead in my face and was like, "I don't even like boys." Oh, <laughs> I was like, "Dang!" And I ate a nigga learned a good lesson the first time. <laughs> So the first time, like, I was really like heartbroken. Yeah, like that you felt the first time you remember feeling like a girl broke your heart. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. And I want to come back to you. Tell me a girl that you dated. I want to come back to you, but first time I felt like a girl broke my heart. Oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Give it to bro. me. Let's hear it. Oh my god! I don't even want to say it. Give it to me. Oh, god, it might. No, I'm, I'm bugging. It might be. It it might be when me and Natalie broke up. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a sensitive nigga, so my heartbreaks are like small. But I don't put myself <laughs> out there. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> Mine are small because I can't take rejection. I'm a sensitive nigga. I'm in, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm empathetic, nigga. If you, if I let, if I let you too close and you can prick my heart, nigga, I'm gonna be crying like this nigga on the song. I'm, I'm a Capricorn too. I just like. But no, nah, I, honestly, I asked this girl out dead to her face, and she told me no. Honestly, I was like, ain't nobody ever told me no like that before. She was like, oh. Like, I just. I just remember like me and Natalie were pretty serious, and then we brought. I was like, damn. I was like, damn, bro. I like, man. She let your boy like, damn, like, what? But that's why I was like, that's kind of embarrassing because I was in, I was for sure in at least one other more serious relationship than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the time, I was like, fuck, this is some fucked up shit. But I remember this time I was playing basketball out with the homies, though. And the, and I got this phone call. Like, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, let me see, let me see this call. And I'm like, hey, y'all, take this call. I'm like, okay, I'll call you back. I'll be back over there. Like, oh, yeah, we need to break up. What? Mm. <laughs> mm? And so, you know what I mean? I played off real smooth. And nigga, nigga, I'm over here trying to hoop, trying to get it in still. Like, ain't nothing going wrong. Niggas like, nigga, you okay? You ain't drive to the basket. You just sitting up here dripping. I'm like, nah, man. Nigga, girl just broke up with me, nigga. Mm. Just like that. Like, mm. like, dang. Like, hold on, nigga. We was just chilling like a day ago. Like, so that was a little different. Man. That a, I, I changed mine just now when I was thinking about it. I was... Thinking it was in high school, but now mine came early in elementary school, fam. Except for a member. 
<laughs> Actually, why if you remember too, I'm at Rat Elementary School. Dated this girl named Whitney, right? <laughs> this nigga love Whitney, bro. Fam. This nigga love Whitney, bro. Hey, and this is how, this is, and you know what's funny? I told Keisha, this is how I knew she liked me at elementary school. When, when me, and, me and Whitney have been dating for like a week, right? And in elementary school, in third grade, all like there was like three or four third grade classes that like all the teachers had kind of like clicked up, and they made it to where like the end of the day was like like squad up. Yeah, it was like electives almost. Like yeah. classes would like move to different teachers. Uh-huh. And me and Keish was we was both in third grade, and our group we ended up in the same group of like kids that moved around together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I remember like we sat down at the table, and we had been friends since the first grade when we met. We had never dated. It was like, oh, y'all should date just because we was both the, like the short people. Like the, she was the shortest girl, I was the shortest dude. So it was like, oh, y'all should date. Uh, me and Whitney started dating, right? And her, and her and Whitney were friends. <laughs> and I remember we was in the same little group. Eat your heart out, Whitney. Like, she was like, she was like, you're dating Whitney. The girl has a mustache. <laughs> Funny as shit ever, right? When I think of what I think back to it now. I, but anyway, bro. End up dating Whitney from like third grade to fourth grade. That's how you know I was in a relationship, nigga. She broke up with me in fourth grade, bro, and started dating like one of my best friends named Reggie, right? <laughs> and we were all three, all three of us, me, Whitney, and Reggie, we were all in the same class in fourth grade. And y'all remember when we went to VP? We had, we had, it was a, uh, it was a uh, performing arts school. Mm-hmm. So we had drama and dance pretty much every yeah. day. Either one, you had either drama or dance every yeah. day. And it went the particular time when she broke up with me, it was uh, we had a dance class and you had to have a partner. And so the whole time Whitney had been my partner. Mm-hmm. Nigga, when she broke up with me, why why her and Reggie yeah. start being partners now? Mm-hmm. Oh, that hurt. And because it was an odd number of people in class that day, I just had to sit out. I was by myself. Mm. <laughs> mm. Bro, I, was I, like, I remember that. looking at this I'm nigga. Like, I, can't handle that. I couldn't handle that. Dude. I remember looking at this nigga Reggie cool. like, dang, <laughs> brother, you gonna do me like that, fam? Mm, mm, mm. mm. Yeah. That's yeah. cold word. Early in the game. <laughs> I ain't trust him. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My 14 years be happy. Keep pushing. Can't go back. I was like, I don't know where you where, where you go from there. Speaking of girls making you feel the way, you ever had a girl make you feel like you was the work? Excuse me? <laughs> you ever had a girl make you feel like you were the work? Yeah. The work? Like, you know how, like, of course, yeah. in, a, in a much younger time, in a much more immature time, Sarah. you were just out you were, <laughs> you're just out there having your fun, right? And, you're just like, <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully you were mature enough and... To, you know, you communicated with each girl you were dealing with to know, like, this is mm-hmm. only what it is. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so you may, you might have had a friend or two that it was only on a certain level with. I'm trying to choose my words mm-hmm. wisely. It was, only, it was only on a sh- certain level with. And so it was kind of like you called him up and that was, that was what it was for. Uh-huh. And she, she didn't feel the way because y- y'all had that communication. She knew yeah, what it was. And so everything was cool. Mm-hmm. But have you ever had a girl she make you feel like, like you were the work, though? Oh no! Yes. No. Mm-mm. Sorry. Right, let me hear it, Steph. You already put her name on there. I'm gonna yeah, have to bleep right. it. I'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> say her last name. Sarah's a common name. Yeah, we went to high school with a lot of people, though. That's true. I'm bleeping. Um, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> motherfucker, we dated. 
<laughs> I felt like, like the work. work. Yeah. I felt like the work. Like, come over to the crib. She like, Laker game is on. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch the Laker game. Like, we can do whatever after. Like, yeah. but like, come in the room. Like, we got TV in the room. Trying to sit out here. She had a roommate. Oh, I'm gonna be out there with my roommate. Oh, okay. There's only TV in the house. So. <laughs> we go in the room. As soon as we get in the room, it's just to the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> like, I thought we was like boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I go from, I thought we was like boyfriend, girlfriend. Like, we ain't hang out, we ain't eat, we ain't do nothing. It's like, I came over here for the work. So like, <laughs> so thinking that it was out. Like, bro. like <laughs> but that's what I was like, damn, like, I guess I was like, she liked me for the physical. Like, <laughs> she don't like me. Like, she liked me for the physical. Bro, in my single time, of course, I had a, uh, of course, like, we, like I said, we both understood what it was, right? But she was the type that, like, <clears throat> she was only going to have, like, one partner that that she was like that with like she wasn't finna like like a dude would have like maybe two or three like mm-hmm. she was like i mean that's that's what we are but i'm only like that with you like i don't move like that yeah man out of nowhere she hit me one day and was like yeah I flat out told me fam <laughs> i met somebody and uh, you know i gave him a little try and he's he's a little better than you so uh you yeah, know, you know, I only mess with one person like that. So uh, you're lying, dead ass. Man. Oh my goodness! I was like, all right. <laughs> this is through a text message. Nah, she called me. Oh, she called you. Yeah, she Decent. called me. She's a good person. Yeah, she's a good person. kept it gangster. Good I was person. like, you okay. gotta respect it, but damn. Okay, okay. What can you do, man? What can you do? <laughs> yeah, nah. Actually, I'm lying. Remember the story last week about a girl under the bed? Yeah. Yeah. So her. Yeah. It didn't last, it didn't last long after that, though. Nah. <laughs> no, nah, that was probably the last time I seen her. I, that was that. That's out for me. <laughs> she doesn't know you to work. She's not get up under the bed, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? At that uh, moment. You're not that serious. At, I'm about to go to you, war for you. You like. feel me? <laughs> At that moment, I knew. So I'm not about to go to war for you, Ak. Nigga, <laughs> you can't meet nobody right now. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you not be not like, bed definitely not know. like this. Yeah, no, yeah. The the NBA officially got a plan. You see that? Twenty two teams. Was it end of July? It's like July thirty first, right? They said game seven is supposed to be like early. If if there were to be a game seven of the finals, it would be early August. I'm sorry, early October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I'm ready. I need that. I'm ready. I need that. So how many and games I don't want to play for the season. Eight. 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 So Dame Lillard can't say shit. Yeah. You got eight games. You one game out. What's really? Yeah. That's a fact. I don't want to hear it, bro. I don't want to hear nah, it. No, but his gripe was real though. No, that's a real gripe. Okay. That's a real gripe. I'm not saying his gripe wasn't real. Like, but they found a way to win. But yeah. they, they they did find a way. They like, found a way. It's the Pelicans. It's the it's the um it's the Trailblazers. It's the Suns. Um, it's um the Kings, and it's one other. It's one other Western Conference team. And the only Eastern Conference team that made it besides the playoff teams is the Washington Wizards. Mm. So 
it's on. And I'm down with the 22-team proposal, play eight games, see the playoffs, and let's get it pushing. I just don't want nobody saying no bullshit after we get this championship, bro. Right. Like, don't be talking about no asterisk, bro. Braun be sitting on the shelf just like yo had to blow the dust off, bro. Like it's on, it's on. Giannis, you was hurt. You got time to get healthy. Everybody, Kawhi, you was over there crying about how you can't, uh, bro. I don't want to hear, hear none of that low management stuff. Yeah, I don't want to hear none of that, bro. Facts. I don't want to hear it. That's what we And I got a few yeah, homies as Clipper fans. That we've been we've been betting push-ups on the regular season games and all of that. I don't want to see Kawhi no more low management. I don't want to hear you nothing else, bro. I don't want to see if he lose the series. Oh, Kawhi, man! Son got two months to get it right. A straight, yeah. No games. Straight preparation. No and LeBron, Le, LeBron straight older than him and got more mileage. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, bro. I want to hear it. It's on. It's on. But NBA made the right decision. I'm glad it came back, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad they came back, bro. Well, they had to. They couldn't have I mean, NFL do all that. I was about to say, raise a glass to the NBA yeah, coming out, back. Yeah, it's out. It's out. But um, that's the that's. It's gonna be interesting seeing the NBA compete like with the NFL, because the NFL is running as usual, bro. They gonna be they gonna be getting the popping during that time, bro. I don't think it's going to matter at this point. I think basketball fans are going to be so starved for basketball. Like, and to be, I think the... But basketball fans, are a lot of them, they share fans, bro. Oh, they absolutely they do. They share fans, bro. The only thing that football they, is religion. From the them, only bro. thing they got to do is just the timing and the schedule. I think the NBA Finally games will move up. Well, that's the thing. I think the, the NBA, NBA better not be playing around on those Sundays. That's all I'm the saying. game times will be different. You'll be able to sit at home and watch... watch football run all day on Sunday, fam. All day. Yeah, but if you start the basketball game in the evening, yeah, if you if you set up early, if you but I'm saying you move the times of the game, nobody's watching really the early NBA games. Those those but that's, but that's ten o'clock games, the Eastern games, and it's gonna be and it's gonna be interesting now because now and it's also gonna be interesting because all the games are gonna be on East Coast times now. Oh, and it used to be like the Lakers. You can you can play a Laker game at. They're not going. They're not going to Vegas. They're all going to Orlando. Orlando. Oh. What? For Everybody. All they're 22 gonna, teams. They're going to do it to fit us, though. They're not going to do it to fit the East. Wait, all of them are, all 22 teams, they're all doing this in one arena? Yep. Oh, that's that's how you do it. No that's fans. how you can control it. No fans. So it's like, it's, it's tournament, it's uh, you know, tournament style. Yep. Like, March Madness style. Well, besides it being everywhere else. Fans on here? That's going to be, be something different. different. That's going to be different. You're going to see this really nice. That's what I said last week. I yeah. need to hear it, bro. I'm nah, not going to be able to. But I, I, need to I want hear to. That. I want to. I need to hear that. I don't want it when Bron start going off. There ain't no fans out there. Quiet. What you saying? You ain't saying nothing, nigga? There's no, really? there's no possible way right. they're gonna have to play music or something. There's no possible way they could air the games with no sound. And shoes squeaking. Yeah, they can't do that. They can't do. They're gonna have to figure something. They'll figure it out. They'll have to figure it out. But, I mean, the, the, they'll take the figure. What they're probably gonna, what they're probably gonna have to do is put that, make that delayed lag a little bit more. Because there are times when they they do get a chance to bleep some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. That delay is gonna have to be at like, I think right the TV runs at like a five second delay. They're gonna have to move that to like ten or fifteen. Oh mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. To bleep out all of that. Because that yeah this. Those mic'd up players be bleeped yeah. out sentences no yeah, sometimes. No Draymond. Fans. It ain't no fans, so I feel you. I just, I like, is football running with fans? No. I mean, I don't know, but I don't, and, but I don't know if they're going to do that because think about that. If, if it were me, I'd have to tell the players, like, look, the mics are going to be on. 
say what you want to say. We're going to bleep it out, but just be kind I don't know how you feel about your brand, people hearing you. Because LeBron probably don't care because on all of, all of his platforms, he be cussing anyway. Mm-hmm. So they might not even care like that. It might not even really be an issue like that. Yeah. But I mean, cussing is different. Like call, unless he like partners. calling somebody a maggot t- or like, your, uh, as your, long as it's bleeped out, it's fine. For your TV partners, though, they don't like, Disney is serious about what they put on their airwaves. Like, even yeah. how their personalities portrayed, yeah. are portrayed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jamil Hill talks about that all the time. She's like, working for Disney, fam, is, it's different. There's like a lot of stuff I said online that was not cool with the company. Mm. You know, it's cool in social media. It's cool in everyday life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But uh, I don't know. I'm just glad the NBA back. I think it's the right thing for them to do. Think about it like this: hell of Americans are going back to work right now. Mm-hmm. Hell of Americans are getting back out here trying to find jobs and doing all that shit. Y'all could do it too. I know y'all make money to where y'all could probably like you. You could probably like deal with not all of them, but the big time dudes. Mm-hmm. But. A lot of us got to get back out here. And it's nice to see that they're not different. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to get back out here and do what they got to do. Like, I know people right now that's going back to work, like, just risking the same shit that the NBA motherfuckers will be risking. You know what I'm saying? Exposure to this shit. Except we ain't multi-millionaires. You know what I mean? But it's nice to to see that they're coming back. Like, we're going to see how the NFL handle it. 53 dudes? Speaking of sports, have y'all been watching the... uh... It's not a 30 for 30, but how they did, like, the, the, the MJ, the last dance, they doing one on Lance Armstrong now. Mm. Have y'all caught any of it? Mm-hmm. I haven't caught none of it. It's dope, man. Yeah. Please, if, you, if y'all got the, the ESPN app, or it comes on on Sundays, I believe, at 6, and then they're an hour long. So at 4, they start running the first one. So they'll run episode 1, and then 2, and then at 6, the, the newest episode will come out. If y'all can, watch those, man, so we can talk about it. It's a whole bunch of stuff about this dude I had no, I had no idea about. I didn't know. I didn't know. So we got to... Like, I gotta know he used to do triathlons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. no, yeah, yeah I knew that. that's part of his his. That's where he started. His his yeah. yeah, I didn't know. And then he about switched that. to just bikes. I didn't know nothing about him until he won and popped up with the yellow. The yellow oh, list, strong. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah, nothing Lance, about it. Lance is the boy. So yeah, y'all, y'all yeah, please watch that so we can talk about it. Okay. The sure. um the Epstein thing. Don't worry about watching that. It's not. It's pretty much the stuff we already you know. know. Yeah, don't, don't worry about that. The. I didn't watch it, but. Shit, that don't make me. I was actually me and wife we were actually gonna watch it the other night. Epstein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was tired, so I was like, man, fuck it. And I was like, I'm, I told myself, I'm, I'm watching when I get home from work. I was like, man, fuck that shit. I didn't watch it, but you saying it's everything we knew. It's like, yeah, it's no, no, new. There's some things that new it, information. Okay, it is new information, but it's not the information that I wanted. Okay. Of course, I knew they wouldn't go be in there giving up all the secrets and everything like that, but there, it's. It's not the information I wanted. I'm not finna. Yeah. It's just not the info I wanted. It's like, all right, like we we kind of assumed all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not you're not giving me nothing new. So. Okay. All right, man. It's a very personal question I got for you niggas, man. Shoot it. I want to know. Maybe not a question, but I want to know the that how old you were. <laughs> how old you were when you lost your virginity. And the age you were the first time you hit raw. I lost my virginity when I was so nineteen or twenty. I was old. I want to say I was nineteen, and I hit raw. The first time. 
my first time was too. And I was 16 in the high school bathroom. You niggas is wild. I was out home with that. And there was a, the, <laughs> was the what's it called? The disabled stall, the big one. He said, <laughs> like I almost said cat daddy. That's how I'm it. I don't think I knew that about you. Yeah. Because interestingly enough, <laughs> I lost my virginity in the high school bathroom in the handicap stall. Yeah. But I for sure had a condom on. And I was six. And I was sixteen. I was at home in the bed. I my first time having sex with no condom on. First time, I, yeah. I think I was. First time I hit. I hit. Oh, my mama cried. By I the was, way, I was eighteen. When she found out, I don't know. When she found I was she eighteen. Cried. To this 18. day. Oh my God, she should have asked me. My mama don't even know what age I was. She ain't never talked to me about it. My mom started the conversation off with. Oh, I found these letters, nigga. You didn't find nothing, first yeah, of all. Yeah. You, you went, went you went, yeah. You yeah, went you looking did, yeah. in my room. You did find, but you found what you was looking for. So now you bust on these tears. My, my sensitive ass, I just felt bad. So I just told him one day. Oh, that's new. I just told him one day. Mm-mm. I was like, hey, yeah, this one I've been up to, man. <laughs> this one <laughs> I've been up to. There's something, something feeling about it. <laughs> my mom caught me coming out the shower, out the shower, so like, she had like, she was crying and stuff or whatever. And I had a towel on. I'm like, what? And then she gonna ask me a question about sex. I'm like, can I go put some clothes yeah, on, please? Yeah, let me get dressed. Like, can I, I was like, can I come back? Talk. Yeah, like, this is so uncomfortable, my nigga. Like, yeah, she's like, I just don't want you to have know, babe. Which is funny because I don't feel like the conversations mom and dad may have had with you would Mike and Derek necessarily like they had with me. They didn't I, talk to me about that stuff like that, bro. And I would have never had those conversations with them unless I just came out and told yeah. them. Yeah. And then see, and it's, it's funny because I remember once, I, it's funny, I was just looking back just a couple of days ago, I was just looking at our Instagram watching the videos and I was talking mm-hmm. to, I was watching the video and Dora was like, I don't believe this nigga Mike, man. I don't believe that you da 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 Right? And I remember I, in the video, I was telling him like everything I got, I got from my Uncle Clarence. I only had those conversations after telling mom and dad that I lost my virginity. That's why, like, I've never asked dad about it. And I remember telling y'all before, I don't know if dad told Uncle Clarence to or if he, like, just told Uncle Clarence the conversation that I had with him and with him and mom. But just out of nowhere, like, the next time I seen Uncle Clarence, he just pulled me to the side and just started just, just giving me game all of a sudden. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that was how what Papa was like. That wasn't really the how I gave it up when I was that age. Mm-hmm. My little brother kind of did, so let me go tell my little brother to, to go talk, talk yeah. to him real quick. I'm gonna holler at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I, we have the cashes of the fan. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't have, I didn't have no talking tos like that. Like, they, like, mom told me she was like, son, like, I, I don't think you date like other kids your age. I think you should like move slower than other kids your age. Like, girls like to play games. You don't really like to play games. That's what she told me. And see, that's one that's thing. <laughs> that's one thing that I've been waiting. I, I think about it from time to time, but I've been waiting until it's like we all kind of there, so I can tell both y'all both at the same time. But and if I'm if, if you tell me if she wouldn't want this in there, and if not, I'll take it out. But I admi- I I don't regret anything that I've done in the, any way that I moved because everything you do kind of shapes you into the person you are. But one thing I admire about <clears throat> both you and Time 
is you guys are both married to the people that you lost your virginity to. Or no, I'm sorry, that you 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 lost your virginity to somebody that you were like at the time in love with. Mm-hmm. And even more so with time, that she actually married the person that she lost her virginity to. I think that's really dope. Again, I don't regret anything that I did, mm-hmm. but I think that is super mm-hmm. dope. Like it's commendable for super sure. dope. Especially for a woman. Especially for a woman. I, I think to be like for me it was something that I was cognizant of. Somebody had talked to me about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I think she's crazier than a motherfucker, but that's one thing she dropped on your boy. You know what I mean? I'll tell you who was on camera if you don't know, but I think I know. I do for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like she told me she was like, "Don't give that to nobody that you don't like really care about." She's like, "I'm not telling you when it's gonna be. I'm telling you, don't give it to nobody that you don't really like, love, care about, because you you'll regret it, and you're always gonna be like, damn. But at least if you give it to somebody you cared about, it ain't gonna hurt. Mm. You know what I mean? And I was always cognizant of that." You know what I mean? Uh, a constant of that or was trying to, like, uphold that. You know what I mean? Like, and I was just, bro, I was just scared of her, baby, by some chick I didn't really give a fuck about. I'm going to be honest. Like, if I would have been wilding out back in the day, like, like one of the girls I dated that I liked, if I would have had a baby with them, I'd have been like, all right. But if I just would have been messing around, chick at a yeah, party and had a baby, I'd like, oh, my God. Like, I ruined my damn life. I don't even care about this bitch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that type of thing. You know what I mean? But it's just that for me. You know, I see other people. They do different things. They make it work different ways. But for me, I knew that's something that I did not want. You know what I mean? I'm a certain kind of way. I like. I tell my wife all the time. Like I know I'm not easy, but I appreciate you. You know what I mean? It's just like I couldn't be like that with no chick that I didn't care about. You know what I'm saying? I want because I'm thinking about. And and you let me know too if you don't want it on there. I'll take it out of the podcast. But I'm thinking about D. I remember when he told me how he was giving it up. I'm the only one in the room that that, that strapped up for my first time. You niggas is wild, man. Us. Conservative <laughs> ass nigga. It's me. <laughs> Scary ass nigga. It's no. me. Hey. Nah. I mean, no, to be but honest, see, mine was honest. different though. I will say though. <laughs> to be honest, I was like, yo, I love you. I don't care. But check this out. I didn't out. really know what I was doing. Check this out. After my first time, I love you. I don't care. after my first time having sex with no condom, I was like, "There's no way I can go back." Uh-huh. And then I went back, right, and was like, "Yo, this isn't the same." And so I just flat out stopped having sex for a oh, long. No. I had sex because I was like, the way I was giving it up, like I was moving around, and I was like, now that I done had it like that, that's how I want it. But I'm not gonna be moving around like that. Yeah. So and I'm not putting one back on. So I just had to fall back. No. I had sex with a raw, and then like for. Two years, I didn't have, I did not have unprotected sex. So what you do? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, I put a condom on. Huh? I oh, put the no. condom on, but and then I was like, man, this shit is different. That's man. what I'm saying. I Dude. put one back on for like one or two, maybe, and I was like, this is, nah, I'm being cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I need that thing. <laughs> I'm being cheated. I need that thing right. <laughs> y'all have anything y'all want to talk about man that's pretty much my whole list we had an hour and 15 I wanted to get off my Drew Brees shit but, but I did that that's what I say yeah I mean other than that I just couldn't believe that I woke up and it was my quarterback I got the, that emblem tatted on me it's just like to see that somebody associated with my organization that I feel strongly it's about like that. yeah you know what I mean is is coming out and the leader of our organization it's not somebody that's just like a sinner I'm glad you said not that a sinner, but like, <clears> I didn't write it mean? down because I thought I would remember and I didn't but you made me remember so I kind of did remember that was one thing I wanted to say man like 
Like I got that emblem tattooed on me. Stuff like that. That sucks. Stuff like that is why I go so hard for buying black and using black owned products and going to black owned restaurants and just spending my money with black owned businesses because you never know like where you eating at or where you, you know, buying buying mm-hmm. your your Ajax from. You never know how those people feel and where that money's going to. And I've been I've been looking at that list and like luckily for me like and I was speaking of that like the shirt I got on the homie of uh, Lashawn it's his brand he told me it's called Act Clothing black on T shirt that I'm wearing. Um, that's why I try to spend my money with black people because other than it going back into our community and it like potentially building black wealth, mm-hmm. you know that money's not going to some corporation who's gonna fund. Somebody like the president that we have right now or somebody I used to love Chick-fil-A that just doesn't care about us. You know what I'm saying? And that's why like you know what I'm saying? And sometimes sometimes like I say like oh that see y'all need y'all niggas all going on Spotify, you need to mess with title and things be like, Man, it ain't that it ain't that serious. Then then like where you listen to your music in a small scale, it's not that serious, but in the grand scheme of things, if you if you streaming your music from a black owned service, it's different. Mm-hmm. You know where that money's going. You know how it's being spent for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, if I if that's one thing I can cr- encourage anybody to do, I'll, man, that's you that's, know who you're giving your money to. You don't know pe- how it's spent. You don't know how it's spent. You know who you're giving your money for to. For me, for me, the black owned companies that I mess with, I do. That goes back to, and it's kind of different, but it's kind of the same. That's why I was like, I was like, I, I look into everything that I'm consuming. I don't put anything mm-hmm. bad in my bad in my body. That's the same thing with the with the companies that I mm-hmm. that I endorse. Sure, you know Whether how Title spends their money. I don't know how they spend their money. But that's what that's what I'm saying. You don't with any company. But I, I, I you don't you don't saying. when you just walk in or when you just sign up. But it's something that you can look into. It absolutely is. No, no, I'm not saying it's not. And that's what I'm saying. That is something that I actively do. That's something that I do. That's why, like, unless unless it's like something black owned. You're not gonna see a big logo on me like that. From time to time, I might wear like a, a Yankees hat or a Dodgers hat or something like that. But unless it's black on, you're not gonna see other than my shoes. Really, you're not really gonna see a big logo on me like that. And that's that's a conscious decision that I made a couple of years ago. I'm not gonna just be a billboard. I'm not gonna just be a commercial for just any brand that I don't really know anything about, mm-hmm. regardless of how cool I think it looks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if that's anything I can say to any any person of color and especially black people, man. Spend your money within your your community. Do your research and spend your money within your community. Mm -hmm. Thousand percent. Uh, You want all your morals to be in line. You don't want to be even spending your dollar somewhere. I don't think that any big business has morals. I don't think that any big business, I don't care. Once you get to a certain level and you're making a certain amount of money, you have forgotten morals. There's no company at the upper echelon that's true. Like, oh, that's my, true. That's true. But you can at least try to show me that you care. The yeah. NFL like is, the is all black people, bro. All the best players are black, or and they, they show us that they don't care. The NBA shows us that lines. they care. Those clothing the, lines. I guarantee all those owners, bro. That all the NBA owners, they don't. All of them don't care about black issues. They're not going to be on the front line fighting with us. But the NBA as a whole tries to show and tries to prove that they care. That's all I'm saying. And that's what I mean by morals. Like, 
What was those clothing lines that were having like the kids um, portrayed as what monkeys? I think it were H and M. Yeah, I ain't been in there since. You know what I mean? Like that's what I, I used to that's, what I, that's what I mean. Me by too. Heavy. Like, you know I mean? was one of the first places that I went into any any yeah. mall out here in, in, in San Diego. That, that was yeah. one of the first stores I went into. Seen that? Me, ain't been in there yeah. since. You know what I mean? Keisha needed to grab something real quick. I think we was at Fashion Valley. She was like, "Man, I should just run an H and M real quick." And I was like, "You can go be the coolest monkey in the jungle all you want. I ain't going in that store." She was like, "Oh yeah, you're right, you're right." <laughs> I ain't going in there, yeah. my nigga. They don't care about yeah. us. Is that what the caption said? In the- yeah, they had a, bl- a, a black like kid and a green yeah. hoodie said, uh, fly is coolest monkey in the jungle. Yeah, that's... I, I ain't messing that's with that. That's out of bounds. Fam. I ain't messing with that. Black hair rocking it. And that's crazy for whoever kid them parents sign, up, sign him up to do that. Yeah, man, but in closing, man, people of color, especially black people, mm-hmm. spend your money within your community, black-owned... Create then, generational wealth and all of that, man. What I what I say on that, you know, come together as a as a group, mobilize, get a plan, get a plan to protect yourself oh, and plan, your family. Plan, organize, then mobilize. Yeah, you got you got to do it. You have to, got to come together as people, community. It's that time. It does feel different out here. One hundred percent, man. Family Room Podcast, episode forty-seven. I'm Mike Rohn. Stefan Rohn. And as always, Jesse, we appreciate you for letting us do the podcast here, man. Always. We appreciate your commentary. We need it, man. Mikasa Thank you. Casa is su casa. All day. We out. Yay!